On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, a lot of discussion about content creation and just posting that video that you've been working on. We also discussed a ton about Bozo Collective and the current idle gameplay mechanics of idle games on Solana, the sustainability and where the market goes from here. We also got a fire beat breakdown, some breaking news about the Speaker of the House changing guard and just a whole mess about the NFT and crypto space from Bitcoin to Ethereum to Solana and so much more. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us data, giving us analytics, helping us navigate the entirety of the Solana space all completely for free. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Web3 Made Easy. Talking about what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. And man, we got some things to discuss. We got some things to cover, some conversation that needs to be had today. And I'm eager and excited for it. You know, you know, as we take a look right now, we just had Bozo Collective Mint, a free mint on the Solana blockchain, come out the gate at 10 soul only to shortly sell off thereafter. You know, so not terribly surprised. A lot of speculation about who's behind the project, what's going on with the project. They did use a balloon emoji in the title of the, pro- of the space that they had. So many people started to uh, obviously start to speculate, obviously start to speculate that it could be the notorious, the infamous, that individual, the Balloonsville guy. But it seems like it's not. I am curious to hear people's thoughts on the status of idle games right now. Easier muted. Oh, I hit something. Sorry. The heist still has the upcoming land grab going down for the idle turn games. And I want to talk about the status of other idle turn games. Reavers currently still has their withdrawals closed. So... We have a couple others coming up as well. King's Coin dropping another NFT after dropping a Bitcoin NFT, two tokens, whole mess of shit over there. I don't want to touch that with a 75-foot pole, personally. AVAX Friend Tech launched today. I think it's called Ava Stars or some shit. Currently outpacing total volume than Friend Tech today. TVL is still under a million, but you're seeing it get pushed by the likes of Kaleo and some other prominent users across the board. Obviously, we got Tuggy up here, and he's tagging me in these other side pieces. Guess we can talk about Legends of Mara a little bit, because we know Bunny hasn't played that shit. So at least someone up here who has that can actually give us a, a positive representation of what's going down in the Board Ape ecosystem. And of course, of course, of course, we got to talk about is the Freeman here to stay? Is the dollar going to continue to pump? What's going to lead to people trading NFTs again, if anything? And I'm certainly eager to hear people's thoughts on it. We got to cover a lot. So let's dive into it. Shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io. We're seeing the meme coin meta continue to rally on Solana. So will it surprise me if you're uh, not taking advantage of the smart money inflows and smart money outflows that HelloMoon gives you? Totally free to use. It would surprise me because you're an idiot if you're not doing it. It's a totally free platform giving you macro analytics around Solana, NFTs, data points and aggregation from SPL tokens to the JPEGs themselves. So let's take a look at the data. We're up 77% on 24-hour volume, 1.33 million United States dollars. And shout out Sniper breaking that 1% mark. We love to see their market share continue to rally. Shout out that team, massive, massive fan. Magic Eden holds the market share currently at 56%. Unique buyers up 34%. Unique sellers up 47%. Unique wallets up 33%. Magic Eden leading the charge across the board. As we look at the top collections, Bozo Collective came out the gate at 10 soul, now under 4 soul, sitting at 
Mad Lads up 10% to 73.6. The Heist up 2% to 14.5. Reavers up to 9.88, up 14%. Asset Dash at 10. Famous Fox at 40. Transdimensional at 10. Clear Collectibles down to 2. Soul Casino at 66. Brohalla at 3.5. Kalenos at 33.4. After teasing the toy convention with Cab, showcasing a couple of those plushies in hand. People are eager for the plushies, man. I'll tell you that much. As we pivot over to the one-hour trending chart on the open seas, Arbitrum Odyssey NFT still leading the trending chart at under 0.01 ETH. Kataro World, Giga Pumping, up to 0.15, almost a clean 2x on the day. Little Pudgies back over 0.42. Board Ape Kennel Club, 1.64. Sugartown Auras at 0.25. Block Game Dice, 0.06. Nakamigo Cloaks, 0.06. Fluff World Burrows, 0.17. Top collections, it's a mixture, looking like a Christmas tree, green and red across the Ethereum NFT market. Board Apes at 26.26, flat on the day. Mutant Apes up a percent to 5.02. D-Gods down 3.5% to 3.16. Pudgies up 7% back above 5. Meme Whales by Trade AI down 33% to 7.2. Lil Pudgies up 3.5%. Other Deed expanded at 0.24. Redacted Romilio's 0.41. Doodles 1.25. I'm curious to see the artifact and Clonex floor after the dot swoosh announcement for a pair of black and white Air Force Ones that are called not a JPEG or not an NFT or this is something stupid. This, this is, is not, not a, JPEG. a JPEG. That's what like uh, the merch line. Do you have to be holding? No, the you just need a dot swoosh account. The Clonex. Oh, dope! I have one of those. No, not so for. What do you need for the shoes? the shoes? Uh, you needed to reveal your box, the OF one box or whatever OF, it was. You say, reveal my oh, what? Dude, I have like four of those the boxes, box. bro. The what's box what's it called? What did. kind of box? Oh, okay, that that. Was. I thought <laughs> it was say? OF. An OF box? <laughs> yeah, it was that yeah, yeah, one yeah, box. Dude, Interesting. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, buddy, what's what's in the box? <laughs> You're too much. I don't know. I don't have the fucking. <laughs> 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 he's, he's not he hasn't picked up that. <laughs> hasn't picked up at all. Dude, you guys are like eleven, dude. It's like God forbid something else has like. It, it was only... just so perfect. Like you, like it went over the first time, and then you said, "Yeah, an OF box." It like didn't no, go over right my over head, it. dude. I'm not right an idiot. Over I'm just not seven years old. I'm not seven years old, dude. I don't need to giggle anytime someone makes like a sexual. Innuendo. How about you just have a little bit of fun, dude? You used to be so much fun. You win one game of cornhole, and you just become dead serious, dude. So fucking good. I was so fucking good last Dude, night. You're the best. I told you you were great, and you told me to stop patronizing you. I was yeah, telling you you were good at cornhole, and I can't even compliment my best friend. You are 0-1, though, by the way, I will say. Even the way you say best friend, it's like it just seems... I don't know, dude. Like, like dude. Yeah, I don't trust them at all. I talk to you every day good for enough. hours a day. Yeah, here we go. First of all, I nailed it. If you purchase and revealed an OF1 box, you will have the chance to purchase this sneaker on October 20th on the sneakers app. The price is $120. Interesting. Are you buying them? I don't have an OF1 box, and like they're the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Dude, I have four of these boxes. Am I too late to reveal them? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> easy, easy. What do I'm you about think? to find out. Man, just, fucking, just pop them open, dude. Who cares? Tinaj. That's what I don't know if he knows he's on mute. Tinaj. This is not a JPEG. Dude, I keep like, hitting this fucking cable and it keeps muting my ass. Yeah, dude. 
So Yo, shout man. out Jayla Fit over here who just gave me the insight. Absolute goat. You have to reveal the boxes by 1016 for a chance at the shoes. It's a chance they will be sneakers. Oh. A chance. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that means like, if there's high demand, which there's almost definitely not going to be, right? So like, everyone's going to get a pair. Yeah. I mean, would you wear those? No shoes? shot in hell, dude. They've released this colorway before. They just slapped some embroidery on the side so of the bad. damn thing, and now they're like, Web3, what's up? Wait, can you pin them to the top? I feel like pandas Buddy, are can you like pan them? Can you pin widely them? considered. Yeah, I'll pin them to the top. I feel like the pandas are considered like the worst shoes ever, and I think these are drastically uglier. That's kind of bullish. No, dude, these things are fucking hit. Frisk, how you living? We're good. We are living good. You had good a banger today. video today, my friend. Uh, Dude, apparently everyone did. Like, I, I, it, for, let me, let me say this. Thank you. I worked, I worked hard on the video. I'm glad people liked it. Uh, I, I, I love Ian. I love Photo Finish. It was really cool getting a chance to dive into that project. Like, sponsorship aside, I can't stress this enough. I think they are one of the greatest projects in this ecosystem, like hands down. And I, and I have personally faded for too long. Uh, even having known Ian, this, there's a lot. There is a lot to look into with that project, but it is worth it. It is one of the few times there it's not like psychedelics anonymous where it's just a fucking mess. When you look at it, there's actually like coherent, like, like things going on in a complicated ecosystem. And it's worth reading into. It's been like two days just reading on the project and I couldn't stop. Like it's not a game. It's a sport. That's the, that's what sets photo finish apart from all the other games. Is it's not just a fucking game. It's a whole ass sport. And it's, and you have to learn like strategies for how to play the sport and how to like win in it and be good. That's my shill. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, I saw a bunch of other people also drop video content today too. I saw one from Levi. I saw Joe drop a little intro thing for like some TA that he's doing. It's cool. It's nice seeing people do this. I just had a talk on Lucifer Space like about this. It is so easy to take like videos that you you make, drop it into CapCut and auto-generate captions and your production value goes up 100% instantly, just like that. Just by having like automated captions right there. Because motherfuckers like me need subtitles for everything. And I, I, I couldn't tell you why. But we just do. And that automatically, like it goes a long fucking way. Like if you're looking to make video content, it's a great place to start. It's just like learn how to like edit. It's the best thing you can do. Fuck quality. Fuck all that. It, it, half of the crap that I look at and like that I consume as far as content goes on like shorts is filmed in like 240p, like 480p. It's all crap quality. But as long as it's watchable, as long as it's like not longer than like, you know, a couple minutes, it's good and people will like it. So, yeah, if you're looking to make content, this, that's the place to start. Look into clipping, look into editing. That sort of thing is really simple. Um, Chris, yeah, Chris, I just want to touch on something because I, I was listening to Lucifer Space as well. It was a really good space, by the way. Isn't it wild how long it takes to make a 60 second clip? It took me five days for that. So for the for those the, and for what it's worth, that was t so. If anyone hasn't seen my video, if you want to, go ahead. That's my that's my only shill for this. That took me five days. It took me two days of research, and it took me three days of editing, finding the right videos uh, to actually use. Because in when you're doing this kind of thing, you're not filming it, so you have to go find footage, like dig around the internet, make sure it's the right quality, insert it, find the right framing, cut it down, make sure it matches with the music. Make it all match up, add in any effects, anything you might need to prop up any color correcting, that sort of thing. I'm very meticulous with how I make stuff, but yes, 60 seconds, it took me, in, in total, it took me probably like, just editing alone probably was like six to eight hours, maybe 10 hours. But yeah, it takes a while. And this filming, of course, and all of that, it's a whole production. 
that's why for, and that's that's what I told I was on the phone with someone today asking for like advice. And I said, dude, it's not for everyone. You're gonna realize at some point you just straight up don't like this or you love it. And that's okay either way. It's it's funny you say that, and we don't have to go too too, too deep into this obviously because it's more content creation thing. But like you dropped the video today, easy dropped the video today, and I've done a video every day for the last six days. And I'm like, I'm fucking tired. Like it takes a lot of work. It's a fucking grind. But like I see you and Easy drop something, then that makes me be like, all right, what can I do next? It kind of inspires me to kind of come up with something else and a new idea or something creative, you know. But yeah, it's definitely not for everybody, man. It's it's a grind, it, and I do it because I enjoy it. It's kind of my creative outlet. I work in a creative environment already, but it's not what I choose to produce. I kind of get given what to produce, but this is kind of my outlet of what I want to do, you know. But yeah, I mean, just seeing you put video content out there, easy and stuff, is, is definitely love to see it, man. It's motivating for sure. Like, and I, I, I genuinely, like I was talking to easy throughout this entire process when I, and I was like, dude, like I haven't done this in so long. Like I, I, I'm nervous. Like, I feel like I ain't got it still. And he's like, no dude, you gotta get that shit out there right now. Go fucking do it. And like, I, I genuinely am really glad to like, like I have someone like easy to lean on or like one person I'm really glad I get to lean on is my brother who runs his own YouTube channel. So he's editing every day. And so he and I will do this all the time. We're like, luckily I live with him and I get to be like, yo, what do you think about this? And like with my brother, with everyone else in the space, I'll show them something and they'd be like, dude, this looks amazing. And my brother's the asshole who's like, no, this needs to be better. This looks like shit. You need to fix that. And it's really helpful having someone like that who can pick your shit apart. It goes a long way. And and even criticizing your own work, you mentioned that going afterwards and looking at it, taking a look at it and saying to yourself, okay, I could do this differently next time. I could change this differently. I do the exact same thing and I literally make 40 second clips, you know? But I think it's you as a creative person you you kind of have to do that because you want to get better you want to get tighter you want to make everything quality you know kind of you said everything you want to make quality content but yeah i definitely everything you're talking about lucifer space everybody gets a chance check it out it's really good uh jux was in there too praising frisk and a bunch of other creators as well but yeah i feel like you touched on a lot of good subjects as far as people that want to get into content creating especially on x or anything like that uh there's definitely a lot of good points that were mentioned today I'm going to just say it. If you're looking into creating content, just hit publish at the end of the day. Like, don't yes. overthink it. You yeah. will get better. And so many people wait because they feel like they need the perfect opportunity. Just hit publish. Just hit publish. Dude, and, and listen, and, 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 and let me tell you, it like, first took days to create that video. And I've been there where I, my shit takes hours as well. And it sucks when like the algorithm doesn't hit it. You don't get a lot of ton of views. You don't get a lot of love on it. And it's going to happen. It's going to be kind of a bit demoralizing. But like Easy said, it's just about getting it out there. Like that was the biggest hurdle for me, like joining spaces, especially like I like first touched on people hating the sound of their own voice, which I, 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 I sometimes I can't stand editing these podcasts afterwards because I hear myself talk and I'm like, oh, God. But, you know, it just takes yourself putting yourself out there, like putting your work out there, hitting publish. It's not always going to hit. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. You could think you make the fucking dopest video and people won't give a fuck about it. My toxic trait is creating content that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> that was actually a tweet I was going to tweet about, but <laughs> that was a little dramatic. But yeah, like you said, man, just just put yourself out there and and it, whatever you think works will work eventually. And if you're doing this to, to become cool or popular, it's not going to be for you. Like if you're just doing it because you want to get your creative outlet out there and just be creative in that sense, then yeah, go ahead and do it. I, I, I can agree more, man. And I could talk about this for like the whole fucking show, but yeah, like if, if you're looking to make content, this is your sign. This is the sign you've been waiting for. This is it right now. As far as the two cents goes in regards to everything that's kind of happening in this space, he's able to cook with this. 
Bozo, yeah, this was an obvious flip, but I, I was very impressed with how much. I undershot the what I said it would come out the gate at. Uh, yeah, so did I. I was I I thought four soul and it opened at ten. I was I, know, I, I said was surprised. Six. Yeah, dude, I couldn't believe that. That was crazy. I there was a huge issue on my end. I couldn't fucking sell. It took me ten minutes to sell this goddamn thing, and I ended up losing like two soul just waiting for it to hit. But it happened, so be it. I don't really care. It was free. I'll take the I'll take the free hundred hundred twenty bucks like any day. So yeah. Like really stoked to see them, even with the 2,500 listener space. I don't know how they used all these old ass tactics and it worked. Like it'd be one thing if they never got the floor price or volume interest, but they did. And so kudos to them. Like clearly they did something different that worked. And it was a free mint. Yeah, yeah, but but free, but that but easy. When has a mint that's minted these days ever gone to 10 soul, let alone one that's free? Migos, I think, was the last one. It just did. And it wasn't free. Exactly. And wait, what do you mean it wasn't free? Like this or Migos? Migos. No, Migos wasn't free. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so uh, I'm a believer that when you charge for a mint, it usually sets a bar for like, it can go higher. Free, usually people are like more likely to paper hand it, which I mean, we're seeing right now. But still, I don't think this is going to spark a free mint meta because I, I, I think this is hard to replicate. But I think that it goes, I mean, maybe it's not hard to replicate word for word, but the success is. Like, it's not easy. Like, anyone who's launched a project, anyone who's seen project launches, going to five soul is hard enough, let alone, like, ten for even just a brief moment. It's difficult, especially in, in conditions like this. It's really difficult. So, congratulations to anyone who's made a buck. If you're buying on secondary, I'd say be careful because with free mints, keep in mind the team doesn't have too many funds to work with, and it's pretty easy to give up on this kind of thing. So, if this ends up just being art, I think they've succeeded. They didn't really promise anything, so good for them. Um, and idle games... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of knew this once Heist really started taking off before Orangutan's minted, that we're going to start seeing a lot of clones and there's going to be a lot of competitors that come into this space. It, things are gonna, either going to get really oversaturated or Solana's about to get a bunch of new fucking users all of a sudden. I think idle games are a very obvious play. I do think... How do I say this without being a dick? I think there needs to be a little more opportunity to the game than just token go up and that's maybe a hot take because i really like a lot of these idle games and i don't think that's the basis of what it is that they do but i think there has to be more than just the speculative asset the game is fun i'm not going to act i play the heist every day i'm not going to act like it isn't fun and i think the new mini games tab is a great expansion on that but i think they're just maybe i'm missing something that maybe it's just not clicking with me but i think there has to be more than just like Nena, uh, Coco, Booty, whatever it is, to like token price go up or sinks go into these tokens. If I would love to hear any contrary opinions to that, please, like I'm, I'm open all ears. No, I mean I think you're spot on. <clears throat> to be honest, I think that there's a lot more to be desired. I'm excited to see what the land grab opportunity is for the heist and how they implement land in general and whatever they plan to do with reavers. Whenever that withdrawal comes up, I think you're gonna see at least some people start to exit. Sell pressure is definitely gonna intensify. We have this Royal and the King thing, the third one now, dropping in a week from... You hit the cord again. Idiot. Easy, whatever cord it is, we gotta get you a new one. Dude, it's my fucking phone is the issue. It's my phone... Are you on the Saga? Don't answer that. Actually, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Don't yeah, answer oof, that. Don't answer that. Don't start a don't answer that. Order, <laughs> that's that's right my now. bad. That's my bad. No one clipped that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, We're going to beat. Okay. I don't care anymore. I got to fix the damn cord. Well, let's go to Buddy and then we're going to go to the breakdown.
No, dude, you guys rambled on for so long. I completely. I've been searching my timeline for the last ten minutes, just trying to figure out what I wanted to say, uh, and, I, and I just can't figure it out. Go ahead, people. We got the beat breakdown. What is going on? Easy fix your shit. Okay, so so we'll get right into it. Um, couple things, right? It's the end of the day, October 3rd. If you said the word October today, I hate you. Okay, for one, it's not October. It's Rocktober. And you don't judge a month on day three of the month and decide it's not going to work out. What the fuck is going on? Okay, next up, sentiment is neutral we have, this is my, I did some technical analysis today, and we have the classic chicks on a raft, also known as eggs on toast pattern forming on the technical charts. It is something you love what to see. Top crypto, top crypto search term is truth GPT coin. Yes, that's a real thing. Top NFT search is the JPEG store. And on this day in 1953, Fucking 1950, that was a long time ago. That is when three dudes at AT&T, also known as Bell Labs, fucking invented the transistor and got rid of bulky fucking vacuum tubes. It basically changed everything. So it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is a big deal. Moving forward, I will try not to get sucked into reporting on any of the SBF bullshit because he's a fucking boob and he pisses me off. <laughs> Sotheby's and Ledger are collabing and they are trying to bring some much needed educational content for newbies. You love to see it. The Ledger Academy is actually really good. If you do have new people that are getting into the space, send them to Ledger Academy. You'll be happy you did. And they will probably not get burned as quick as a lot of the board apes do. Southern Korea gaming giant WeMade has partnered with Chainlink to create an interoperable Web3 gaming system. So <clears throat> why am I reporting on this? Fucking Chainlink is, these guys are bomber. These guys are going to change everything. I'm super bullish on them. I listened to a 90-minute podcast on them. I'm super bullish. <laughs> Watch what they're doing. Then we have the CFTC chair. His name is Benham. He disagrees with Gary Gensler. It's not a huge deal, but he has gone on the books with it. That is good because it is going to cause discussion in Washington. We need to see it. Also, there is new fucking news coming in about this guy named Bill Ackman. He's got a crazy past. He could be working with Elon. It matters because if he does, Dogecoin could go from about six cents to 75 cents, they're saying. So put that on your hit list. <laughs> and McCarthy, he just got ousted from the speaker role. He's the first person ever to get ousted. He got ousted because he crossed party lines. He is the sole person that kept the U.S. government open for these extra 45 days. And both sides said, you're a boob for doing it. So he's out of a job now. The government's staying open. Nothing else has changed. And I am sending it back to you, Easy. Man, B, just with another absolute electric breakdown. We appreciate you day in and day out doing what you do.
61 Ape, what's going on? No, it's, it's kind of hard to follow that up, but Frisk, I was watching your clip, man, and I was just wanted to say that that shit was awesome, man. I just wanted to, like, easy tweeted it, and I was like, yeah, people are doing more videos, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm boring, dude. I've been doing it for a couple of years, but no, nah, it's good seeing you guys coming out and rolling out content because, dude, uh, the run that we're going into, uh, like, you, you know what you guys said, it. if you like doing it, it's going to go good for you. If you're just doing it for cloud or whatever, then that's just different. But yeah, you got, it's one of those things that you got to love doing it. And I, I do have a background in film also Frisk. So dude, when I see your stuff, I was like, dude, word, love it. Dude, I'll love AD. And, and you know, it's, it's funny because easy actually posted a video today too, running down. What's is the DXY, right? Easy. Yeah. DXY. Yeah. Yeah. And like having it's, I think that, it gets really heady. I know for me personally, really heady when we're talking on spaces about like prices and like different movements, having just even a simple 30 to 60 second like video of you actually like drawing lines in the charts, throwing up your fibs and AD, you're good at this. Joe is good at this too. It goes a long fucking way for people learning. Like I'm a visual learner. I know that I am, which is ironic for how much time I spend on spaces, but it goes a huge long fucking way. And a lot of people are too lazy to literally go hit screen record throw on some fucking captions and post it to Twitter. And that's all you need. If you want to throw some background music yeah. too, even better, but it goes a long fucking way. Easy. Your short today was a great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. Same to you. Easy. Yeah. I was going to just gonna chime in before you do. Yeah. That was good. And it was like one of those things I usually had, I had somebody help me with the TikTok stuff, which was hitting, but it's just, man, I'm a fucking boomer dude. And I, I got to figure it out. It's literally just. Hey, let me ask you. Oh, let, let, let me ask you a super question. Uh, one, one quick question, okay? One, I, I, everybody says like the content, right? The, the shift has to go to video, right? Period. Like short form video. My question is this: like, it, it doesn't mean the podcast things are dead. And, and this it. is what this is what I think you have to think about, right? When when something is in audio format. There, there's a huge swath of people that only listen to stuff. As soon as you turn it to video, you require a different commitment level from the end user. They're no longer walking the dog. They're no longer driving the car. They're sitting fucking watching you. So I, I, I don't know. Like I understand that like that's where the attention span going, but is it where it's going to stay? Like, do you want content that you can walk around with or I guess nobody fucking goes outside and yeah. Okay. My, okay. I just back to you. We're sending no, no, it no, 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 no. You make a good point. You make a good point. You make a good point. Right? Easy, easy. I want to hear your take on this before I say anything. Cause I've been, no, I mean, it's spot on dude. Like when I, so this is going to probably like make people think I'm literally insane. When I go to the gym, dude, I don't listen to music. I listen to podcasts. Yes. It's like, I prefer the sound of somebody talking. Like when I work, I listen to podcasts. It's like, it's something about it is just, I think it's from like the days of being in like a sales room when I was much younger and all the noise helped me focus. It's also like definitely an ADHD thing, but it's like, I need that to like really hone in on stuff and I can't watch a video while doing it. Cause like videos immersive for me where like, I want to see what's going on versus sound, which like music's almost distracting to a degree. Cause I, I just love music where like if I'm listening to music, I'd rather listen to it and podcasts. I can almost just zone out and catch like, what I view as the valuable parts is probably not the most beneficial way, 
But there's like certain topics that I'm interested in. And I think Beat brings up such a good point on this because when you shift from audio to video, now somebody, especially on X and like Twitter, I fucking hate calling it X. There's no ability to like mini frame it. So you can't scroll the timeline while watching a video. Whereas like with YouTube, a lot of people will open it up on another tab, have Twitter open, watch it while doing other things. Twitter basically just stops you from being able to do that because so many people still use Twitter on mobile. It's a, you have to now be entertaining visually on top of either providing entertainment value through what you're saying or educational content, but you can't just be monotonous. So it's like there's like a fourth wall that breaks open that you now have to get past. So to me, that's where it's like the big part of it. And it's definitely a whole new like paradigm shift. I've talked to Frisk a lot about this too. Like a Twitter audience and a YouTube audience are two totally separate audiences, especially with crypto and NFTs. Like the Twitter audience feels significantly more like an echo chamber where people talk about the same topics. I mean, today I saw probably the same 15 messages about somebody buying or posts or whatever the fuck they're called now about somebody buying a, a 100 soul one of one from Bozo Collective. I saw it 15 times on the timeline. I was like, holy shit, slow day at the office, huh? And with video, you almost have to be captivating or else someone will just immediately leave to go watch something else. Whereas on Twitter, a short video with text can still captivate somebody briefly. It's just two totally different things. It, it's really, really interesting in general to see that dynamic. And I also think what AD has said, what Frisk has said, what Tig has said, if you don't enjoy doing it, video content is probably the slowest level to grow and scale versus just posts and things that somebody can read quickly. So like to me, if you're not making videos because you enjoy it, you're going to hate doing it, which is the worst part about it. Like you really got to enjoy what you do and not just post because you think it's going to go viral or you think you're going to become famous off that shit. Like post because you enjoy it. And it's something like I always say to myself, like, why am I posting a video? Either it's a topic that I think I can explain properly. And if I can explain it, then I truly understand it. And it's potentially a topic that someone else may be interested in and want to learn more about that I have some degree of information on that I feel like I understood it this way. Maybe someone else will relate to it. And even if 10 people view it and one person says, holy shit, this was dope. I learned something. This is new to me. I feel like that's a win. You know, and that's that's like where I get my joy from it. I I always say, and I know I'm kind of modeling, I apologize, but like I'm grateful I didn't start pushing like my own personal YouTube channel during the bull because it's made me appreciate creating content now and learning so much now versus getting the 30, 40, 50,000 views that you get because people are just searching for NFTs. It's been like a whole new battle of like learning an audience and how to scale and grow again. And it, it's, I've enjoyed it. Like as crazy as it sounds, I have a love of learning. So it's definitely been, it's been chaotic to see, but Frisk, I know that was a, a long winded rant. You said it better than I could really like that's, that's actually spot on. And there's so much opportunity that comes with it. The only thing I guess I'll add to there is, and this is what I'll say is beat you're right. hundred percent because the short form content could work from an audio perspective, but the, the big thing here is that short form content has to be done in reels. So when you look at things like TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram, Twitter has a very poor version of reels right now, very poor, but it, it's still there. And so you, having being able to continually swipe. Frisk, I don't want to cut you off, but you know that you actually get more clicks on square videos than vertical videos on Twitter? Why? That's so weird. Yeah, it's something that I found recently because when people are scrolling, it fits into the feed and also the captions are easier to yeah, read. Yeah, the vertical videos are in, so you can't. You can't post those on Twitter. It takes your whole screen up on mobile, which Who is like a fuck is recording square videos. How do you even? That's ridiculous. Well, no every, everything everything that I post is in that square. 
because uh, it literally just when you post it, it sits right on your phone. You don't have to sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have to click on it. You export your videos in four by four. Uh, yeah, it's I think it's 10, 1080 or whatever the size. Twelve eighty by seven twenty. No, mine's a literally mine's a literal square. A literal a, square. Uh, mine's a thousand by a thousand, I think. Wow. I did not but know. But then that. again, but then again, I, I even when I've done the video content, like with like when I snap something from like the morning show or something like that, I I I've done those a little more vertical because obviously that, that kind of video doesn't look good on squares. But when I'm doing the audiograms, you know, I don't really need to I don't really need to adjust the ratio because there's nothing moving. It's just it's a still image. It's been a great lesson. I feel like I'm learning right now. I I, I love this, honestly. Well, it's like um, a big thing, bro. Like I've been yeah. posting video content for like the better part of a year on Twitter and over two years on YouTube. And it's like, you have to go vertical video there versus horizontal. It's just crazy. Cause I think dude, like shout out free. If you don't follow him, he's a clanosaur. His name is Freeman was taken. Freeman was taken. I was I had to read his full name. He posts some of my favorite videos on the timeline. They're like these educational one to two minute videos about like founders Dude, they fucking slap. Like his editing style, I'm a huge fan of, but they're all horizontal videos. And I think that's like what's gotten me interested in them is it doesn't feel like I'm scrolling YouTube shorts, which when I get stuck on a YouTube short, I forget it's even open and I end up listening to the same fucking audio 15 times. It makes me lose my mind. Whereas on Twitter, it's like you can keep scrolling, read the captions and just be good to go. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah, also, I just want to say this. I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just telling you guys stuff that I've experienced and what I've learned in the last six months I've been doing this. But yeah, I, it's like, like easy says, just takes time of just putting yourself out there. The best, the best experience is just doing it, you know, and getting better at it every time. Mm. Absolutely. It's all trial and error. B, you got something Then I want to go to yell and then down to Tiggy. Yeah. Super quick. Um, I, I used to give lectures at, at Parsons design school in New York and I used to take on, um, beat, in- man. And, and I used to take on, I don't know, like eight to 15 interns every summer and have them come work at my studio. And the, the, from, from talking to those kids, like when, when they would go on with life and come back to me a couple of years later, involved in their art career and stuff, the, the best message that I gave them and, and one of the best things that I've ever learned as an artist is send it. Send Just post it. it. Just yeah, post it. Stop. Like don't worry about perfect some just send it get it off of your plate get it out of your sketchbook get it out into the world it lets you as a creative turn the page and move on to the next thing and the next thing is where you exemplify what you've learned and you don't learn if you sit on shit and recreate it and recraft it and re-edit it just get your idea out send it and turn the page. That's how you get better. So yeah, it's, it's just about putting content out there. And then, then you have a wealth, then you have this, this, this Polaroid book of information and you'll learn what worked, what didn't work, what, what resonated with you. What, what, what is your style? Like you're going to find so many things about yourself that you won't find out if you don't fucking send it. Boom. Another absolute home run by beat. Mr. Yellow, what's going on? Uh, I was just going to say, mate, um, kudos to you because your new setup on YouTube slaps, oh, mate. Legend. It really fucking does. Um, the other one's not so positive, so <laughs> easy. You probably want to shut down on this one, but I thought it was really funny to see friend of the show, Shilling Villain, 
being rejected by the entire Cardano community on the timeline today. That made me laugh. Not for you, Easy, because I know you like him. He's he's all right, etc. I'm glad you got your take rest. on that. <laughs> I'm glad you have your take on that, my friend. I have no comment on it. I just let, let people work. Let them do what they want to do. Remember when so, I called him a piece of shit in your space, Easy? That was good times. Tuggy, what's going I, on? <laughs> We're gonna keep the conversation moving here. Tuggy, what's going on? Oh man, uh, I had a lot of the thoughts percolating because of all the conversation. But uh, the reason uh, I requested this because of the Legend of the Mara stuff. I heard you guys talking about it, and I'm just curious if you guys have considered the fact that uh, the global supply of fragments available are always being depleted until um, until they're all the way gone and so i was just kind of curious if you guys were thinking about that when you were talking about uh um, playing the game and uh, they're going to go up forever on the vessels i mean i think vessels it's deflationary so it clearly becomes more interesting to me i've said i've been a fan of vessels since the 0.16 area will they keep going higher i hope i have a bag of them i haven't done anything with them but like if we could get them to point three, your boy would be ecstatic i would happily take profits there and you know, just roll that into something else at this point. Manny, what's going on? Let's hit Plotsky and wrap with beat. Yeah, it was just on the Stars Arena thing. Shout out to Allison for her calling that out on Monday. I hopped in. There's still a ton of, like, upside that you can pick up there. I think that your best bet is just value accrual at the top. Just buy the top keys because that's what people are going to buy, right? So it's still under a million. And I think you can maybe send a two or three. So I still think there's, like, a two or three X left there. And then... Just the same copy pasta, pretend three three, and uh, just stay active in the chat. And I think your key can send. Are they three three in there too? Yeah, dude. Everybody is like, God it's damn, all a derivative. It's, of, it's, dude, it's, but it's, it's pretty expensive already, man. Like, uh, CryptoKaleo's keys raised sixty seven avalanche, bro. Avax. That's dude, pretty that's expensive. Like Five hundred and forty dollars. That's like what is it's that? Not cheap. 23? It it's like point three. It dude, point three. Who the fuck? I'm not buying point three friend tech, bro. It seems unanimous that like the uh, creator payouts better on that on Stars Arena. Like everyone's loving it. Is Frenzy dead yet, or is it still gone? Yeah, that's just something dead, dude. Is dead. Right. I haven't even like logged into that shit. I forgot Frenzy even existed. Wow, Throwba- throwback. Yeah, that's a throwback. Plotsky, what's happening? I have some metaverse news. So if you're interested in AI, which is kind of inevitable right now. Um, Decentraland's having the AI World Fair, and it's October 25th to the 27th. The website's AIWorldFair.org, and they have solid organizers, and they have a big, like, roster of speakers. If you've never gone to some kind of, like, conference or fair in one of the metaverses, it's it's pretty cool because you get to walk around like a regular trade show. There's usually booths. They have sponsors, like tech sponsors that are going to be there. And they have prizes and stuff like that, but they'll have live video in the convention center where you could, you know, watch the panels. And uh, it looks like you can still, if you go to the website, if if you do have a company like that, or you want to be a keynote speaker, you can still, I think, apply to do so. The application's still there, and there's probably still time to. And uh, on that note, if um, Adaptive Labs is hiring, so if anyone here is a programmer or 3D developer that uh, 
is familiar with Decentraland, I want to say, but it's not completely necessary because it's it's not a very high learning curve if, if you already know those skills to like develop for that platform. Um, just send me a message uh, for like short and long contract work right now, um, then maybe eventually like a full-time position. And that's it. Plots keep bringing the real outfit, helping people get a job. You know, especially in this market. Thank you, Plotsky. It means the world. Yeah, you always come with some interesting stuff. So I appreciate you tuning in and rocking with us day in and day out. B, what do you got for us before we drop? Yeah, last thing. Um, we all know, like, Anon went to, to Beeple's party and everybody was hoping for whatever, right? What's interesting is um, Jack got to meet – Jack Butcher got to meet Anon, and they've been having a little curtsy fest on Twitter – and Jack Butcher recently posted a yin-yang, which is exactly like a non's yin-yang. So from from the cloaks. And so, yeah, like I'm sure a non's going to be going like there's going to cloaks are not dead. Cloaks for all folks is what I'm saying. Easy. There could be something brewing. It's Back funny to that you say that. He, <laughs> he, he sent me the Jack Butcher tweet immediately. After. Oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't believe. Like, yeah, we love it. You gotta love. You, you gotta you love. You love to see it. Do you? Uh, to the moon. It, it's I like I said that they needed a new conspiracy theory, right? Because the this people like, kind of died after the event. So, like, this is perfect, bro. Dude, the people one's not dead, bro. The oh, people's not one dead. It is tragic. Yeah. Announcement is going to be like three days after the party rather than at the party. <laughs> it's after it. Did you guys see Bats do docs at the, at the uh, crypto punks party? Did not see That's that. That's pretty no. cool. That's yeah, crazy. He yeah, dude's jacked, bro. Dude, dude. Dude, dude. He's a big motherfucker. He's, he's ginormous. He sent a picture. He sent a picture in a group chat, and I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. Yeah, that dude's fucking I was, that dude's I jacked. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. Not only is he like a dope artist, he's also bigger than all of us. He'll like, also just kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. It's funny enough, a, a couple a couple artists got docs that night, and not like on purpose, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see uh, uh, getting docs. But yeah, that dude's fucking jacked. Oh yeah, that's hey. Listen, you don't know who's he would behind beat that keyboard. The shit out of easy. Absolutely, he beat the yeah. shit out of both of us at the same time, dude. What? Two on one. Yeah, probably. What if we do the table where like you set up? Wow. Yeah, We'd win. yeah, dude. My man's throwing on the table. We win. win. <laughs> and then I'll push him over you. He'll never see it coming. He'll never see it coming. He'd have no idea. He'd have no idea. Well, buddy, <laughs> one of us could run around him really fast and get him dizzy first so he doesn't know where to go. Well, not and then you, dude. I've seen you Definitely not you, Easy. You're fucking going to be gassed. No, I'll do. I'll, I'll be on the ground. Gassed after one point of one-on-one basketball. He's going to run. That's going to do it for today's episode. We're back <laughs> in the time. Have a good one. We will catch you first. Thing. The post